Parker. Actually, Drake. Par- Parker, who is your favorite rapper? Drake. Your favorite rapper is Drake? Alexis, who's your favorite rapper? Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Man, she went for it. A little radical right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kiara, who's your favorite rapper? I do not have a favorite rapper. Right, who's your favorite rapper? Post Malone. Post Malone. Who? Sorry. Post Malone. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing about Post Malone? Is he a rapper? I guess I don't see him as a... Uh, he could be, yeah. I think he's a rapper. Are you he's sure like, he's not a folk singer? <laughs> well, he's not a folk singer, that's I don't for know sure. who he is. He's from Texas. He's... I don't know who Post Malone is. What's some lyrics of Post Malone? Give me a little lyric. Just say them. Uh, Sunflower. Yeah, he talks about, uh, you're my sunflower. How does that song go? Okay, you, your, your credibility for being a big fan of Post Malone <laughs> you, is drifting right now. Have you seen the Spider-Man just, movie? I'm just the, nervous. The Spider-Verse? Anxious. Yeah. I, I bought it from my daughter, but I did not watch Spider-Verse because it just- Gotta watch that. He has a song in it. He has a song in it. The music in it is pretty good. I heard that. Yeah, it's good. Post Malone, you gotta give me some Post Malone lyrics. Uh, 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 and you don't have a favorite rapper. What is the number one type of music teenagers listen to? Yeah, yeah. rap. So how can you work with teenagers and not have a favorite rap? rapper? Yeah. Mm. Like, how do you do that? You like Childish Gambino? I do like Childish Gambino. But she's not. He's not her favorite. Oh, that's true. What, right. What, like, what television series is Childish Gambino in? Atlanta. Good. You know, yeah, you got. See, show. I think one of the most important things about working with teenagers is you can't be heard until you hear them. Mm-hmm. I hate rap, <laughs> but I now like it. Chance would be my favorite. Chance is good too. Alexis brought that in the into my life via my daughter, I think. <laughs> but Chance is that's a bad man right there. <laughs> that is a bad man. I mean, the reason I like Chance is because he combines. He doesn't. To me, he doesn't rap. His is a is a he's a he's a he's a he's a modern day twenty first century Bob Dylan, which is he's a lyricist. And lyricists sing, they speak. And so folk music to me, that would be Bob Dylan, a little bit Bruce Springsteen, a lot of people in the 60s, folk music is a form of rap. It's telling a story. And so rappers are merely telling their story. And they go back to the spoken word poetry of Southern California in the 1960s, pre and post civil rights, where uh, in the 70s, where a lot of uh, African-Americans were in the inner city there, went there for the defense industry. And I forget the name of them. They were called the Poets of Something in Southern California. That's where it really got started. And they basically wrote poetry and spoke poetry. And people would come from all over to listen to them speak it. And later on, music was added to it. And then people began to do that. And so folk and rap, some people think I'm crazy, but the fact of the matter is they both come from people telling their story Mm And that's what it's about. So why do kids like rap? When I said I hate rap, I was being sort of, uh, um, uh, I was exaggerating what I really think. I didn't understand it. Um, now, I listened to the first rap song by uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash. I was playing mm-hmm. basketball outside there. Hip, hop, hibbin, hibbin, and hip. Stop rocking, you know, rock on with the boogity, boogity, you know, that the whole thing. I was playing basketball outside my house and I started shooting my basketball out and all of a sudden I just put the radio on because we didn't have, you know, we didn't have pod, we didn't have uh, smartphones and all that stuff. So I just took my, my radio out that batteries and would play music and it would just be the radio station and all of a sudden for the first time I heard rap music and I went crazy. I thought this was the most awesome thing in the world. Uh, and then it became a little bit more, you know, using, saying some things and different rap artists were saying things that for me were, well, that's a little bit culturally strong to say that about either women or to use the N word. And, but as I began to learn about it from people younger than me, I began to understand that it tells a story. Why do I bring all this up in a podcast about insecurity? 
because I think the affinity kids have toward rap, and not every kid listens to rap, but even if you listen to talk about some of the other music they listen to, which I'm not sure their bands are today, but I've li- I've heard them. It was, there's that one girl who sings. I've seen her in a video. She wears a raincoat or something. Billie Eilish? Billie, oh, yeah, Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. Billie Eilish, right? I, yeah. I heard her music. I was like, it's depressing. Yeah. But I, uh-huh. what I always do is I always go away and take my old ancient reaction to music and I go listen to it. And then I say, well, okay, am I, am I just judging this music? And it's always true that I'm judging it based on my generational position. And so I listened to her the other day and I was like, okay, I get it. This girl's talking about things that matter to people mm-hmm. that are her age and she's expressing emotion. And, and so you, you really, if you're going to work with teenagers, you have to understand their world, not just their fashion, but their music, their books, the videos. And instead of, I've, I'm learning this as a parent, instead of reacting to it, laughing at it, or pushing it away, you have to go, you have to go study it. You have to go learn it and understand what is it in this that's speaking to them. I say all that to say, when we're doing devotionals and studies for teenagers, that's the stuff we have to look at. Uh, who's your favorite rapper again? Drake. Yeah, Drake. Who? Yeah, he's all right. You know, you yeah. haven't heard. He's, it. he's just okay. You oh, haven't heard him. Please. <laughs> I might Before enlighten you. Before you were you born, I probably heard Drake. I might enlighten you one day. Well, then throw me a lyric right now. Oh, I got it. Oh come on. I can do that. No, just to give me the words. Give me. A, give me a title or something. <laughs> of 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 like a song. Or yeah, what? yeah, yeah. That that would enlighten me. Who's who's who? What about Sunday Morning Jetpack? Who does that one? Big Sean. That's a great. great and where's song Big too. Sean from? Detroit, Michigan, where I'm from. Michigan. <laughs> Don't you ever. Same place Eminem's from. Don't you ever say I can't understand rap. <laughs> no, but I'm just messing. Big with Sean's you. good. Though. Big Sean's incredible. That whole album's. He's got that, that other one of one man can change the world. Yes, that's incredible. That's John Legend. Right, 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 right. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, if you're not articulate in this stuff, you're not articulate in what these teens are talking about. Mm-hmm. So how can I talk to a teen about loneliness? How can I talk to a teen about insecurity when I don't watch the movies they watch, I don't listen to the music they listen to, and therefore I don't understand them? Mm-hmm. And so there's that you hate you give the hate you give music, movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids love that movie. All right. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch that movie, you're not going to know what's in their head and what's in their heart. And when I watch those movies, I try to go okay what is that telling me now the reason i bring this up is in this podcast we're going to talk about one of the reasons kids feel insecure is i'm misunderstood mm-hmm. one of the reasons adults feel insecure is i'm misunderstood how do you understand a person watch the tv shows they watch watch the movies they watch play the sports they play listen to the music they listen to i have a whole po- playlist on on spotify that's all the music that teenagers and college students are giving me mm-hmm. and i take time out and i listen to it and then i created one for 2018 then 2019 that, you know, 40% of the music's mine and 60% of the music is music other people gave me so that in my head and my heart, I'm understanding where other people are coming from instead of me. And so I think that's an important part of creating great study times for teenagers, creating great devotionals for teenagers. And it's not just that you have a sports night, throw a basketball out and throw a volleyball net out and then go, yeah, let's all have fun. Mm-hmm. It's the capacity to even recite the lyrics and use those lyrics when you speak, because if Childish Gambino has spoken to a college student or spoken to a teenager. He knows something we don't know. Those stadiums are not filled with hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people for no reason. Yeah. They know something right. we don't know. I've, I've watched Chance on, on video like incredible amounts. Mm-hmm. And I just am marvel at this guy. I mean, he just sits in a chair, looks at this audience and talks to them. It's like he's not even performing a concert. He's doing therapy. <laughs> he just talks to them and he mm-hmm. tells them about his life, talks about their life. 
And then he goes, now nah, I want to, I want to, I, I want to hit you with this song. Let's see what you think about this song. And then <laughs> so he just good. drops it. And you're just like, this is, this is adolescent college student therapy going on right here. <laughs> and then he also brings them into a form of music that's pretty much disappearing jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a jazz artist. Yeah. And I mean, that's incredible. And if you're not listening to that, you don't understand college students, you don't understand teenagers. And there's groups that I don't know about. What are some other groups that teenagers might be listening to that we should be paying attention to? Well, there you have my point. (laughs) There is my point. How can you speak to a teenager if you don't know their language? Let's go ahead and let's knock this one out. I am misunderstood. So what we learned right away, Red, is what? To understand a teen, what do you got to do? You got to understand what they're interested in, what they like, why they like it. I think that's the thing is I think knowing what they like is enough, but not, I don't I'd do the work to understand why. like, yeah. well, why do they like this? Yes. You know? And what you're trying to do is you're trying to hear their voice. That's what God does for everybody. God hears our voice. Proverbs fourteen ten. each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share its joy. Each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share its joy. There are things that no human being can understand that you experience only God, only God can do it. There are four areas that I want us to just touch on and you guys can pick one you want to kind of speak on. One is feeling misunderstood emotionally. Number two is feeling misunderstood intellectually. And I I used a big word there, but it's the inability to, to explain to others what you think. And so you feel misunderstood intellectually. Number four, three is you feel misunderstood socially. People don't like me. They don't like my personality. And I think everybody's likable, but sometimes people don't know how to express themselves in a way that allows people to understand them. And so they feel socially misunderstood. And then spiritually, people don't know me, that the soul is something that has to be known. A lot of people don't know, know their own soul, mm-hmm. but if you don't know a person's soul, you can't really help them. Mm-hmm. And the soul is not their personality. It's not their taste. It's the deepest yearnings. The soul is... is uh, Each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share its joy. That's the soul. The soul speaks a language that no human being can hear without the help of God. So when you look at these four, emotionally, socially, intellectually, spiritually, which one do you look at and go, wow, that's a serious area of being misunderstood. I'm, I want to help more teens understand themselves there. And I want to learn how to help them understand themselves better on that one. Which ones stand out to you? I think spiritually really stands out to me because it's about people not knowing me because that was something I didn't know how to do in high school. Like, like I didn't know that was even a need that I had. Like, like no one explained that to me, I guess that, Hey, you need to, you need to teach people or you need to, you need to uh, help people get to know you. Like I remember I went to, I had a similar experience actually to Parker. Like I went to a school freshman year where I didn't know anyone and I just was alone a lot and like, like just showed up to class and had my hood on and I was unhappy, but I, I made it about this school and, and like was always really mean to my mom about, I can't believe you sent me there, but I'd never thought the problem is me and that I don't, I'm afraid to let people know me and I don't know how to let people know me. So that, I think that one stands out to me. You think of soul. What do you think? Soul? Yeah. Soul. Soul. What's um, that feel like for you? And it's like the, the, Kind of like that first scripture, the thirst, you know, like what pushes you, what makes you go, what, like what, what you you're do? craving. What, what what have you done or do in your life where you feel like when I did that, I feel like I was in touch with my soul? In touch with my soul. You know, like a music or Listen a mountain. Listen to Drake. 
Yes. Last night. Okay. I was okay. with my roommates and we. I, I, just, I said, you guys need to listen to this song. Okay. <laughs> I turned all the lights off and yeah. I had everyone oh lay, lay down. Okay. One of them went to bed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sat there. That'll happen. You Drake lose one every now and then. You feel that in your soul. Because Drake didn't. Drake speaks to your soul. Yes. What song? Very much. Oh man! It well, I played a couple songs. It was more, you know. I don't. I. I. I, I so. So you just described something really cool, which is, even if you're not a Bible reading, church going person, you have a soul. I used to yeah. listen to in high school the Isley Brothers, and the Emotions. There was a group called the Emotions, and probably the Emotions was women's group. I'm telling you, man. I'd, I'd put that. Not, that was back when I had vinyl records and all that, and I'd stack about three of them up and go to bed. And then they'd play and, and I'd fall asleep to it. But I'll tell you what, man, when my the lights were out, I'd be listening to, to the emotions and I'd be like, I mean, it was almost like it took the pain away for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about spiritually, thank you for leading us into that, Rhett. We're talking about being misunderstood spiritually. Part of what it is is it's hard to find that part of you that is the soul. And for me, the part of me that was the soul was I really, really wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. And not by your my family because family doesn't count, right? <laughs> they have to love you, you know? You want to be loved by somebody outside your family because that's what confirms you're lovable. Your yeah. family may love you because they have no choice because the government will arrest yeah. them. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, it feels like an obligation yeah, your family. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if somebody else likes you, loves you, then I think that reaches the soul. So one of the big things to do is if you feel under, misunderstood in an area you can't even explain, mm-hmm. that's spiritually. Yeah. You know, I feel something I can't even explain it. That's your spiritual yearning. What about the rest of you guys? Thanks, Rhett. Well, I was thinking emotionally. I, I feel like it kind of ties into spiritually, but yeah. I just I just think emotions and like understanding emotions and understanding what I feel about things has just always been something that's been hard for me. And yeah. I think it's something that like I think I like when it comes to like talking to people about it, I feel like, yeah, I have all these fears of like, oh, they don't actually want to know or I'm going to be a burden to them if I tell them yeah. like that's too much for them. Like, yeah. And so I think it's something that's just always been hard for me to even like take the time to go, what do I feel about things? Yes. You know, and so I mean, I think something for me, like I was thinking about like what's helped me like express it. Like, I mean, in high school, like I used to. Like, I like to write, and so, like, I used to, like, write poems or, like, write songs or, like, would do things to, like, because then, because I would just be, like, I don't know what I'm feeling, and so I would just write it out, and it would be, like, a page or two pages, and then I'd just be, like, here, read this. This is what I'm feeling, you know, because I felt like in person it was so hard for me to do. That's a great tip, and even kids who don't like to write, grab your smartphone, because too many many kids have smartphones, but since you have the tool... Get the smartphone, use the recording device, mm-hmm. and and put Drake on. <laughs> and while you're listening to Drake, just say what you feel about what you're listening yeah. to. Yeah. And do whatever you can, yeah. Yeah. is what you're basically saying, yeah. Alexis. Do whatever you can to get those emotions out there and shared. Parker, you yeah. got something? Well, I was thinking, like, relating to that. It's kind of like just another tip. Like, something that helps me a ton is, like, music. And that's something yeah. I feel super misunderstood about, especially, like, it's so so hard for me to like cuz it's so hard for me to uh like like share how I feel about something or share a song like even like I was saying last night we were also listening to some Lauren Daigle. I think I sent you a song. Yes, you did. It's incredible. Her album just I can't even <laughs> like I can't she even She should pay you. She yeah, should. seriously sponsor. Because you use music 
as a way to get in tune and in touch with yeah. your spiritual yeah. side yes. and your emotional side. Yes. And you can't have, it's hard for you to explain to people yes. how much good that does for you. Yeah. And yeah. you know what I think a problem was with teenagers, and I think they, that if you're a teen, you need to listen, is they listen to the music, but they don't hear it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you're talking about is really hearing it. I think they do what I did when I was young. You know, you tap your foot to it. You like the beat of it. You kind of sing along, but you're not really hearing it. You should yeah. start a Spotify that you share. Ooh. That'd really be All good. Drink. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I was even thinking too. I share. I don't remember if this was last podcast. I don't remember when Doesn't it was, matter. but I talked about Kid Cudi and really liking Kid Cudi. And the lyric that kept going in my head. It's from this song All Along, and it's I guess I'm meant to be alone. And that was like mm-hmm. my favorite song. But mm-hmm. I was like. And I was realizing, because I did not realize I was felt so alone and yeah, felt like yeah. no one understood me. But I love that song. Mm-hmm. And now I see why I love that song, because that's exactly how I felt. And I think the reason I like Drake is he's very in touch with his emotions and very like... He just expresses them really yeah. well. And he has a lot of them. So <laughs> it's like me, so it helps. But, um, so basically, yeah. you know, and I'm not recommending Drake, because you know, I'm not going to recommend anything, because you got to always look at the... As a parent, you got to listen to the language yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, kids are going to hear language at some point. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. I don't recommend like filling them up with it, but you got to at least help kids find songs. Like Drake has some songs yeah. that don't have a ton of that in it. Yeah. And there are other artists who have tons that don't have a ton of it. Some of them have clean, yeah. clean uh, yeah. versions. So we, we shouldn't overreact. But, but what you're basically saying, and this is a really cool thing you're saying, and we're going to, we may close out on this. And and maybe make a quick comment about socially intellectually, but what you're really saying is that you developed your emotional vocabulary mm. using music. Absolutely, yeah. And that one of the things that Rat and Kiara can be thinking about what was that lyric about the loan? Can you remember that lyric you said? I get. I guess I'm meant to be alone. That's what it See, is. See, that would be an incredible point in a message for teenagers. I guess I'm meant to be alone. Do any of you ever feel this way? Mm. Do any of you feel like? You know, I, I I guess this is just how the rest of my life is going to go. Yeah. No one's ever going to love me. No one's ever going to care about me. And I, I want to encourage Red and Kara that this is the kind of stuff that the uh, kids need. You got to get Parker and Alexis to come and speak yeah. to your teenagers sometime. Mm-hmm. But socially and intellectually, at some point we'll talk about that. But you basically what we're talking about, and I think this has been nailed down by Red and Alexis, if you get known emotionally and spiritually, that's going to take care of socially and intellectually. Keep listening to the pods. Uh, we'll hopefully have some links on there that uh, our, uh, our our producer will put on there that you can go find some Lauren Daigle. Rescue by Lauren Daigle. That's the song. <laughs> you need to listen. It's I can't even explain it. Now, here's where Incredible. I would challenge you. Can you name a book of the Bible that you could be as enthusiastic about for them to read along with the Daigle and the Drake? Man, I think, well, the thing I've been connecting it to is... I don't know. I'll help you. Yeah. The greatest songs in the world are in the book of Psalms. Yeah. That's the song book. Yeah. And so for every teenager, Mm -hmm. imagine if Rhett and Kara made sure there was a talk for the teenagers, the song book, Mm -hmm. God's song book. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you related Psalms to the great artists they like to listen to. Yeah. And said, hey, do you like this song by Chance, the greatest rapper in America and the world today? then you're going to love this set of Psalms from chapter 30 to 39. Mm. That's the kind of mm-hmm. cool stuff. Yeah. And then if Rhett dressed up like Drake. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. We're going to close this. <laughs> we're going to close Cole. this podcast out. <laughs> and we're going to leave you with one thought. We need to seek God with all of our insecurities, all of our challenges, because God will love us more than anyone else. 
he's the only one who can handle the depths that we have because we have depths no one can understand except God. Have a great day, great week. Keep on listening to the pods. Make sure you read your Bible. Make sure you pray. And even if you don't like God and you don't like praying and you don't like reading, give him a shot the same way I'm going to give Lauren Daigle a shot. Have a good one.